it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. I hope you, I hope there's some newbies. So we're going to break it down to the OG ways of doing our, doing our thing here. Sorry, no more spiritual warfare. This episode, we're going to, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Give it a break a little bit, (laughs) but hopefully you guys like those podcast episodes because I've re-listened to them about four times. Um, same. I think it's the first episode my parents and my grandparents have ever listened to. My grandparents just found out that I have a podcast. Uh, we're two years in, so <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Father Crow. <laughs> oh man, it started so many good conversations within my family. So yeah, I love awesome. it. Love that. Um. All right, we'll dive in right in here. We have so many good voicemails to get to, but Megan, heck yes. Um, my heck yes is healthy new habits that have lasted beyond two days. Cause a lot of times when I am like, Oh, I'm going to do something and it requires like a little bit more effort than normal or a little more discipline than normal. I don't last more than two days, but I'm on day four now of no Dr. Pepper, no alcohol, no sugary drinks, one dessert a day and a workout every day. And I'm on day four, which means I'm past day two, which means it's actually working. (laughs) So I'm stoked about that because if I don't stick with it, then I beat myself up for good reason. Cause I said I was going to stick to it and I've actually stuck to it this time. So we're on cloud nine over here right now. Day four, cloud nine. (laughs) We're on cloud four. (laughs) (laughs) Why is it called cloud nine? Do you know? I think maybe a movie, but therefore I literally would never know because I've never seen like any movies. Yep, same here. So that's why I'm asking a question. But also when you're like, and only one dessert a day. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of people will laugh at that one, but you guys, I literally snack on chocolate all day. If I'm taking, like taking the girls out to run an errand, I'm like, I'm going to stop for a milkshake. I'm going to treat myself. And then I come home and I'm like, I'm going to make cookies. And then I make cookies. And then for dessert, I'm going to have ice cream with strawberries. Like it's an issue. So I had to limit myself to one a day. I know most people are like, no, you need to get rid of all dessert, but I'm not trying to fail completely here. So (laughs) (laughs) we need to wean you off of the sugar. Exactly. Plus also like, I don't want to live if I can't have dessert. I just need to be more realistic with how much dessert I'm eating. Did you hear that, God? She does not want to live if she cannot have dessert. <laughs> I'm just saying, God gave us good food. Like, come on now. <laughs> no, I get it. I mean, I understand like the a little bit like the addiction to sugar. Like after I have something really savory, I'm like, ooh, I want something sweet, mm-hmm. you know? As I'm yeah. drinking uh, Mountain Dew right now. And Are this you is really, that is the totally, worst. It's totally out of character for me. Um, it's the Baja Blast one and Ooh, you know, cool. I like Taco Bell. Um, 
but I guess this goes with my heck no. I'll just say my heck no first is that um, one of my best friends, Marilis, who's been on the podcast before, she's she was the ex nun on the run Instagram handle, and she's on the pod maybe like in the spring. And um, anyways, we I went she was visiting, and I went to go drop her off at the airport, the local airport, mm. and we get there, and there's literally a printer paper <laughs> printed out, taped to the desk, saying "Sorry, flight's canceled today." call this number we call the number it's just a voicemail they're like we'll get back to you within two days okay <laughs> so how we, are you allowed to work like that as an airport literally this is but like this is the south like it's just slower like I don't know I love like, that you call Kentucky the south it makes me really well happy. I'm like confused because it feels very <laughs> midwest to me but then midwest people are like no it's I don't know, like mid, I don't know, like Southern people are like, no, it's South Midwest people are like, no, it's Midwest. And I think it's just confused, kind of like Pennsylvania is confused. Like, is it East Coast? Is it Midwest? East so, Coast, for sure. Yeah. Um, anyways, that was like really crazy. And so we quickly, she needed to get back because she actually just testified in Congress. And uh... yeah, she's a boss. And um, if you don't follow her, y'all need to. She is literally powerhouse. Yeah. yeah. But so um, I had to drive her to Louisville then and we bought, she bought a ticket right away. And so I stopped at a gas station. I was like, I need sprees. I need, um, Twix and I need a Mountain Dew cause I am tired. So <laughs> anyways, that's, that's so specific. Yeah. Well, that's I really wanted candy. like, does anyone remember like the sour sprees? I think they're called shockers and they were in a blue bag. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a chocolate them. girl. Okay. Through. So yeah, I had sprees. And so anyways, I forgot that this Mountain Dew was in, in the, um, fridge and I, I, uh, found it right before we started this podcast. So and it just made your day a much better day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's your heck no? Um, my heck no is that Avery's gone, which is so, so lame compared to yours. But... No, it's okay. But you know, <laughs> it's okay to be like, it's so hard. Cause people, when something is like, a little off Worse. in your life they feel oh. bad talking about what is wrong in their life even though on their scale this is very big like it's True. okay well and it's not but because it's not that big in the scheme of things Avery and I have done and like deployments or time change we're not being able to talk that's why I can actually understand that this is actually a lame amount of days to be sad about him being gone because it's like it's four days you've done two months of no communication with him like this is kind of kind of lame um but no just him being gone especially because when you have kids it's even harder because Carrie Carrie asks like oh well where's dad where's dad 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 and I always say work he's at work he's at work but right now it's like trying to explain to her like he's at work, but he's gone for a couple of days. Like he'll be back soon. And then she keeps asking. So then it's like, oh, well, shoot, she misses dad. And so it's like extra yeah. sad because they, well, Jeannie's just attached to me right now, but Carrie <laughs> misses dad. So, and she does <laughs> not part. understand what a day is much less no. a minute. No, no, exactly. How long so, has he gone yeah. for? It's Thursday right now. Yeah, it's Thursday as we speak. This will come out on Monday. He'll come back Tuesday, but head straight to class. Oh my gosh, how did I forget this? This should be my heck yes. Um, on Tuesday, I am like, when I started taking on collabs and stuff on Instagram, I always thought it was really cool, but I was like, okay, this is neat. But what if like, I always saw other like influencers doing 
only Instagram. Like that's what they do for their job and their career. And it like makes them enough money for that. And I'm like, that's so cool. And now on Tuesday, I am spending all day essentially creating content and advertising and everything for this company. And they're paying me what I would get paid to shoot a wedding. And I don't have to leave my house. I get to do what I love doing. And I already would be doing on Instagram anyways, but now I'm getting paid to do it. And I, it's like the biggest win for me ever. Cause I'm like, wow, yes. that's so much fun. Cause um, your, so talents, yes. your talents are combining, right? Like when yes, you're doing what God has asked you to do, like he will not waste any of your talents or any of your passions. And he Which will always funny. create something that is better than you ever imagined. Right. Well, and it's so funny too, because I would never have taken this on had I not, it's like a whole timing thing. Like it always is. I would not have taken this on had I not already created courses and gotten comfortable in front of the video camera and reading a script and like on screen and stuff like that, because I'm essentially making like a 60 second commercial ad for them. And I would have been like, so unprofessional, so unorganized. I mean, all the things had they reached out prior like early, yeah. any earlier time in my life. But right now it just makes sense on top of taking like professional high quality photos for them, which I can do. I'm a photographer. Like all these things are just lining up and it's so cool. And I'm so excited, but yeah, he comes back on Tuesday, um, but we'll see him Tuesday evening. So got it. Yeah. Got it. So my heck yes, is that Kavanaugh <laughs> is back. Um, <laughs> my, my kind of my cat and, um, it was funny because when Marilis was here, she used to be a Franciscan sister and St. Francis, dangerous animals. She was like, I'm going to ask St. Francis to bring Cav back. Just wait. The day Mar Marilis leaves, Cav, Cav is literally at my front door. I'm like, this is because part of me, I was like, okay, I like got really attached to that cat. And mm -hmm. I feel like God was like, you got way too attached. Like, take it away. <laughs> And so Marilis was like, St. Francis, if you feel like it's a healthy attachment, bring Cav back. And now I'm like kind of ticked because I'm like, I was okay without him. I was yeah. okay. And because, now he's back. Because now you have to feel bad that you don't let him in every time. Yeah. Every day. It just sits there in meows asking to come in. And I'm like, yeah. no. And now a second cat has started to come around. You're probably the crazy cat lady with like 10 cats on her front porch. Literally both sit on the front porch. And I bet my neighbors are like, who is this woman that moved in? <laughs> but it's a black and white cat. And they both just sit there on my front porch, like on their perches, because like, you yeah. know, front porches have like stone in the front or whatever. Yeah. They both sit on each side and just sit there with their paws, like hanging off, you know, I'm like, what has become of me? <laughs> So it's a heck yes. I mean, and yeah, I mean, I could have done without him, but he does keep me company and I work outside a lot. So yeah. I just like pet him while I'm working. Yeah. Um, That's probably good for your ADHD self too. Yeah. Because, uh, well, yeah, because well, one physical <laughs> short circuiting <laughs> physical touch helps yeah. a lot like it helps me concentrate a lot okay um yeah you so, said that before yeah at least to me. um yeah so anyways that's there we go but there we go uh, you know yeah. um another thing that has to be mentioned because we talked to our patreon supporters about it on 
goodness, was it like a week ago now? Uh-huh. Our monthly Sunday hangout with our Patreon supporters. Um, I mentioned that my what in the dang heck thing was that Jeannie pooped all over my favorite pair of pants and breastfeeding poop is not normal poop. So you can't just toss in the wash and it'll clean it out. A lot of times it's stained for good. And so I saw somewhere that if you just stick them in, stick whatever got pooped on in the sun, it'll take it out, take the poop out. I don't know how. <laughs> and so I stuck my jeans out. I didn't ever, I never threw them in the wash. I put some water and some lemon juice on them. I threw them in the sun and they're good to go. They're good as new. How many days? Uh, I think two or three, but probably because I was lazy. And then, well, and then I realized only one part was getting sun. So I had to flip it over so the other side could get sun. Okay. But it, it didn't matter. They, oh they, my gosh. It's done. Yeah. So, so my jeans are back and sun is magical. And I would, apparently breast milk is magical. <laughs> I There's a voicemail about that, that I'll play after this, but I would just like serious? to say, as someone who is a big proponent of sunscreen, if it does that to jeans, to denim, imagine what it's doing to your skin. Okay. But we could go into sunscreen because sun, like skin cancer didn't start increasing until sunscreen hit the market. So Megan, non-toxic what? sunscreen. Oh no, but non-toxic sunscreen is a new thing. I'm all for non-toxic sunscreen. My line is drawn, Megan, when people are like, sun didn't cause skin cancer, sunscreen did. I'm like, oh, give me okay. the evidence. Show no. me the evidence that no. that is true. I agree that sun can be dangerous, but I think sunscreen that's been out on the market that everybody uses and thinks is going to save them from the sun is even more dangerous. That's where, there we go. But I think there's non-toxic sunscreen and people don't know about it. And they don't think there's anything wrong with, what is it? Uh, Johnson and Johnson sunscreen. Yeah, they uh, well, probably Johnson have a great and, track record. Johnson and Johnson is evil either way. Yeah, they're always but, evil. <laughs> they're very evil. But I mean, yeah, I, I see your point. I don't know what's worse, using toxic sunscreen on the biggest organ on your body, aka your skin, mm -hmm. or letting UV, UV rays uh, shrivel up your skin. I don't know. Um, personally. This a, yeah, this is a good point. <laughs> which one studies on this <laughs> anyway i'm studies no well just a little self-plug if you are looking for a good face sunscreen or body sunscreen that is non-toxic um beauty counter has a great one and just dm me and i can hook you up with that um, i'll be dming you after this because we <laughs> don't own any sunscreen so there was also this like thing that i've seen on all the montessori pages that i follow even I've, though i have no children i just like like learning about Montessori. This is things. why you're a good god mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like send them Megan's way. <laughs> yeah. Or you'll just skip that step and you'll buy the toy for Carrie. Yes. Anyways. I'll just buy Perfect. it for her. Yeah. <laughs> and um, anyways, they were doing this thing where they put the sunscreen on a makeup brush and then use the makeup brush on the kid's face because well, a girl's face because they feel like cute, like, oh mommy's putting makeup and makeup. then you don't have to try to like force them to sit still to put on sunscreen. Mm. I was like, oh, such a good idea. Um, but what I was going to say about Patreon is Megan and I have decided that next month, it's the second, the second Sunday of the month. Let me get yeah, that buddy. date right now. That is August 14th. We are talking about sex. Heck and yeah. Because it's Let's a private sex, Zoom. Baby. <laughs> Megan's ready. Hey, she talks about, I have two I mean, kids. Of course, that's I true. 
And it's going to be like very classy. It's not going to be trashy or anything. We just feel like the beauty of that needs to be talked about more and it's not. And there's so many things that I wish I would have known, um, Mm. or things that I did know, right. Like before marriage, but I know a lot of people don't. And, um, anyways, we're going to have a discussion. It's not appropriate to put it on a public platform. And that's why we have our Patreon group. Um, Mm -hmm. and the way to join is all of our patrons. They just donate to us monthly. You can get the link in our bio. Um, but just prayerfully consider it, donate whatever amount you would like. And it helps us continue to do this, continue to put out podcasts every single week on a free platform, and then continue to give you more extra intimate content on you yes. know, those once, once a month Zoom calls. Yeah. Uh, and I will say this too, there's no TMI with CCNI. So this, like, if you have questions, I want, I mean, you could literally put your photo up so you don't have to show your face while you're asking a question <laughs> on the call or whatever makes you most comfortable. But like come, come knowing that we're open books. So, mm-hmm. or you can private message us like on zoom yeah. and yep. then we can just say it, but yeah, I just wish like, we always want to be things that we wish we had. And I wish yeah. I had this as a resource mm-hmm. years ago. And so we want to be that resource and too. And we're definitely so gonna, yeah. And like, we're gonna, um, refresh memory on just different Catholic teaching and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So we can come with like catechism numbers and stuff but um yeah we we would appreciate you just considering it and we're gonna have a lot of fun that's gonna be Uh, a good one yeah so with that voicemail about breast milk uh let's go good (laughs) I, i was not expecting what was happening in this voicemail but you guys are gonna laugh hi megan and Cece. um i'm just calling in for a definite what in the dang heck moment probably what um a dang no moment, um, and I'm going to keep it anonymous, but uh, the the story is my sister was babysitting for this family, and as you do, being a young girl, would carry around pepper spray, and one of the toddlers got into the pepper spray, sprayed it all over the place, including um, their younger sibling's eyes, and she panicked and of course when things like this happen it always seems to happen when the parents are home which makes it seem like you're doing a terrible job but it just happened to happen at that time um but it was a good thing they were there because the mom took the baby and put breast milk in the baby's eyes and they were healed so now you know um my um heck yes moment though for my for me personally um is just young adults in the area reaching out and trying to include you in um, young adult events after post-grad life. So anyway, love the podcast. That's the, that's the update. Thanks. Bye. The more, you know, I'm just saying breast milk is magical. (laughs) I've never heard a story like that before. I've heard like, Oh, a kid with pink eye or something. And it's like, Oh, he squirted in the eye. Or a spouse with pink eye. And Squirt just... it in the eye. That just sounds like milking and utter. <laughs> you never will feel more like an animal than when you're in the backseat of the car, your kid is screaming, and you're leaning over their car seat with a boob out so they can, so they can calm themselves. 
that that <laughs> makes me feel like a cow <laughs> and this is why people have shades in the back seats of their yes. cars on the window yes r.i.p to the shades that we used to have because <laughs> our old car used to have them and I had that exact same thought when I was leaning over Jeannie's seat with a boob out I was like yeah those shades would come in handy right now because we are currently on the interstate <laughs> and this is out for everyone to see so yep yep you're like yep, yep. babe Breast driving is fascinating you're like babe drive in the left lane because um then no one can no one can <laughs> see me they can see my back yeah yeah, yeah literally <laughs> Goodness, but the yeah, amount of I mean, things breast milk has healed for people. Like I've heard acne, I've heard um what's the what's it called when the baby's scalp gets all dry and flaky? Oh, oh cap, baby cap, uh cradle whatever. cap. Cradle cap, yeah, thank you. That it's healed that. I know if a baby has like baby acne or eczema or anything like that, if they give them like a breast milk bath, so many things. Bath? Do they it's mix it with gift water? Bond. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that wow. would be way too much breast milk. Just yeah, I was literally. like, dang, you're literally a cow if you're <laughs> pumping that much. <laughs> no, no. Well, that's so cool. I mean, this is just brilliant. Who? I mean, who gets pepper spray? Like, how often does pepper spray get in a baby's eye? You know. Right. But it was brilliant on the mom's front also I totally relate when I was a nanny all the bad things would always happen when the parents were there and I'm like it's always so smooth when they're gone yeah but you know kid falls off something you're like dang it dang it now I look terrible Uh (laughs) the pride pride, you know yep yep um okay so this next voicemail is (laughs) I'm just gonna play it because Okay. Of our our upcoming Patreon conversation. Um, I'm just gonna say that and then have this voicemail and you guys can connect the dots. Oh no. Hey Megan and Cece, uh this is Emily. Um I just got married two weeks ago and I had a heck yes and heck no all at once. Started off as a heck no, ended up as a heck yes. Uh on the way back from our honeymoon, we stopped at my well now husband's house, so I guess my in laws. And we were playing cards with his younger brother, his mom, and his dad. And we're just, you know, hanging out, whatever. And my husband, he pulls his, kind of pulls his leg up to his chest, and he's just kind of sitting there minding his own business. And I look at his leg, and I go, oh, what's, what's that scab from? And he, was, he just kind of looks at me and goes, drug burn? And I was like, oh. And immediately start blushing. So I knew he got that on the honeymoon. And his mom, not even, you know, being a mom she's like oh what did you get rug burn from and he and I just look at each other and then we look at her and she just goes oh my gosh I have never seen your face turn that red that fast and it was over from there we laughed for a good 10 minutes straight probably um so I guess a good abs from laughing a lot about your honeymoon mishaps and whatnot um anyway that's all I've got have a good one I'm not even gonna lie we have also experienced drug burn but not in front of our in-laws so congrats (laughs) no go ahead go ahead I was just dying when I heard it and I was like I don't know if I could go back (laughs) just got married and now you yeah yeah you definitely have to take a little break but that's funny because you can like while she was explaining it over the voicemail, 
I heard like the five second pause that happened between her husband and her responding to the mom's comment about like, how'd you get rug burn? And just everyone on the table playing cards being like, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I would be like, you're always wearing pants from now on. Yeah, for real. Anyway, all your shorts. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Poor guy tried to play it off too. And then he just got pounded. <laughs> Roasted. Yep. Well, I don't even know if they roasted him. I think it was just the at least came out it wasn't quick. A, at least it wasn't a topic of conversation for the rest of the night. That's um, true. That we know of. But yeah, it kind of makes me uncomfortable even hearing that voicemail. <laughs> In second degree uncomfortableness. <laughs> yeah, like you know, you watch like I used to watch American Idol when it first became like a show. And I remember watching some of the auditions and I would have to Ooh. turn away because I was like feet like my face was turning red for them and like mm. I don't know what that is it's even like sometimes when you talk about like sour candy like ooh, a gummy worm with all the sour stuff on it and like you know the pink and blue ones are, is your mouth watering yet like do you feel it don't you feel like the sour in your mouth no how do you not I'm like literally sweating right now thinking about it <laughs> I'm sweating because I have a baby laying on me but I can't taste the gummy worms maybe it's my healthy habits oh my gosh <laughs> I can literally taste them in my mouth right now and like it's kind of like that feeling like I don't know how like the embarrassment or the flavor mm. like goes through the air to you or goes through the tv screen or you know you but it does. you mentioned this on a podcast a while back something about a fan or something oh it felt like the fan was coming down oh man oh the sound of a fan the repetition yes. of a fan yes like just you're over observe like you're almost like things seep into you and you just like absorb it yeah, like, I, I don't know, maybe I have, like, sensory issues that were never dealt mm. with as a kid. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of ADHD people do have a lot of sensory issues. Okay, maybe that's it then. Who knows? I that's don't know. Funny. There's certain stuff I pick up on, and they're, like, I'm not a detail-oriented person, but in life, there's, I'm a really good reader on, like, people, and I don't know if that's, I don't know, but it's interesting. It's the more you know. Of, one of your uh, gifts yeah is that what you're gonna that's say? gonna be the podcast title the more you know <laughs> honestly after the pepper spray and the breast milk yeah the more you know that'll save breast some milk would probably probably heal that scab so just get pregnant real quick and uh <laughs> all things we'll resolved yeah we'll fix that yeah um okay here's one and it's a little longer but uh, I feel like this is a common thing women do, so I wanted to address it. Ooh. Hey, Susie and Megan. Um, I'm going to keep this one anonymous because I just need some advice and I don't want to, like, call anybody out. Um, I just left a young adult night that um, was, like, a game night thing, had a scavenger hunt, super fun. As I walk in, um, they tell me about the scavenger hunt. I go start doing it. And um, I get to this one spot to, like, look around for their thing. And this guy comes up to me and was like, hey, do you play card games? And he's, like, striking up conversation. And, honestly, this guy has got to be at least 10 years older than me, if not, like, 14. And I'm immediately – it also looks like he could be living in his mother's basement. And I'm just like, no, I mean, yeah, I play some. but I, And I just tried to, like, end the conversation. He's like, would you want to play? I was like, well, maybe later, but I'm doing the scavenger hunt. 
Then as I proceed to walk around the room to try to, like, complete the scavenger hunt, he is following me around the room, keeping a distance, but, like, clearly as I'm walking from this side to that side, he's, like, walking after me. Super uncomfortable. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I finally walk over to my friend. We'll call him Alex just to keep things anonymous or whatever. And I go over to him and maybe being with a guy friend of mine that made that guy, like, walk away. He didn't follow me. And then, but, like, unfortunately, Alex was oblivious and did not realize that I was uncomfortable with this person. And I didn't want to, like, make anybody feel bad and, like, tell somebody that this was making me uncomfortable. But I just really didn't know what to do. And as the night went on, as I was playing games with other people, he kept being like, hey, do you want to, like, play that card game? And I kept trying to be like, no, I'm doing this. So maybe later. And I know that, like, when you, like, tell a person no, you're supposed to, like, say no and then just, like, not do anything else. But I didn't want to be mean. And so I guess, I don't know, after, like, seven rejections, he still didn't get it. While I was playing a game with other people, he didn't get it. I When I left that night, too, I um, asked, like, these two girls, and I while he was, like, on the other side of the room, I was like, hey, would you walk me to my car? But I didn't tell them really why that I was, like, trying to avoid this guy because, again, I didn't want to make him uncomfortable but or make, or make him feel better or whatever. But um, then, like, no sooner do we leave to, like, them to, like, walk me across the street to my car – he literally walked out the door, and I'm like, what in the world? And it was just so creepy, and I just – I don't know why he didn't get the rejection and the message and, like, the social cues seven times, I swear, like, seven times that night um, or, or what, but I just need advice. Like, what do you do when you have a person who is literally creeping you out at, like, a, a Catholic event that you're just like, okay, I'm sure he's a nice person, but this is just giving me – weird advice. I don't know. Any advice would be great and helpful. I hope you have a wonderful night. Um, it's 2231, so 1031. Sorry, my phone's in the time. And you are loved. Have a wonderful night. Bye. All right. So <laughs> anonymous. Go for it. <laughs> oh, yes. You're letting me roll with it. Uh-huh. So you said, I don't understand like why he didn't get the hint. And it was because you literally told him maybe later. He's like, oh, you want to play a card? You're like, yeah, yeah, maybe later. What kind of hint are you giving there? You're telling him that you'll literally later play a card game with him. How could you expect him to then get the hint that you don't want to play a card game, even though you told him that you would play a card game with him later? Right. And I feel like this, I'm not like coming down on you because I think this is. I have this problem. Yeah. It's something girls do is they don't (laughs) want to like be truthful but then they get annoyed because they weren't truthful. And then they're annoyed that a guy is pursuing them and continuing to give them attention when you were the one that egged it on. Right. Well, cause, cause she thinks, cause I could put myself in anonymous shoes. She thinks because she said maybe later that that should be enough for the guy to be like, oh, well, she's not a hundred percent interested. She's only 50% interested. So then I'll move on. Guys don't think like that. It's yes or no. It's black and white. You just yes. got to tell them yes or no. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. That's the difference. So he kept following up. Hey, you want to play the card game? Yeah. yeah. And you kept avoiding the answer. And like Megan said, it's either yes or no. And clearly this guy doesn't have good social right. etiquette, right? So he's not going to pick up on body language. Social cues, yeah. Yeah. He's not going to pick up on that. And um, yeah, I mean like avoiding the truth is actually, cause I know you kept saying like, I didn't want to be mean. Well, avoiding the truth is actually mean because like he is going to continue pursuing and getting his hopes up instead of you just saying like, 
Hey, I'm just not interested. I'm, I don't feel like playing a card game. I'm going to continue talking to my friends, but it was really great meeting you. Yep. Yeah. You know? yeah. And like, if, if sharing that truth makes him feel bad, that's his responsibility. It's not your responsibility that he feels bad for telling him the truth. Right. right. So right. don't take on that responsibility when it's not even yours. Right. I also think sometimes, Oh, hello, Jeannie. I think sometimes because we're raised as girls to be nice and to share and to be thoughtful and to be all these things that when we actually like are out of the house or like with older adult friends, we still apply that same thing. Well, I just have to be nice. I have to be like, I have to be share. I have to share. I have to, I can't step on anyone's toes. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When it's like, no, 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 no. That, that applied when you were a kid learning how to behave and how to respect older people. Now you're an adult and you deserve respect as well. And you need to be able to communicate clearly what mm -hmm. your wishes are or, or that you don't wish to play cards. Right. With. Right. Yeah. And it can be something so simple. I I've said this before. It's not, it's, it's not what you say. It's how you say it. You can say anything as long as you say it appropriately. Yeah. Um, you can literally say anything. Um, but yeah, so that's the only thing. And I think I see this even on a larger scale is women, when they're being asked out on a date, they're like, mm. oh yeah. Or like a uh, man asks them, asks them to be exclusive. And they're like, oh yeah, let me just pray about it. I'll get back to you. And then they just continue to like, quote unquote, discern when they're yeah. just like kind They've of dragging. Discerned. Yeah. They yeah. already knew they're just like dragging it along thinking the guy will forget. He's not going to forget. Right. Because he you said you get back a to chance. Him. Yeah. Right. So like, yep. they're going to take things literally don't say it if you don't mean it. Right. So, and I think we should also add in because there's a good mix of people that are women that also go, well, where are all the good guys? Women, this is how you create men that understand yes and no, and that are still good guys and that aren't hurt because they've been like dragged on for hours of like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to play cards with this girl or, oh, well, we're going to have a second date sometime. Like this is how you help create those men. Mm -hmm. So that understand the social cues that under, right. you know, and then too, I mean, we talk about this a lot is like, when we say something we don't mean, and we're like, oh, the man doesn't get it or he's not picking up on it or whatever. And then we just kind of like shrug it off or like continue to ignore, like, that's how you beat down a man's confidence, mm -hmm. you know, and he's, yeah. he's not going to be confident going up to the next, I mean, we're like, this is not just on you anonymous. This is, I brought this up because it's really common. And I hear this all the time. Yeah. And I've seen this with my own eyes, dozens of times with girlfriends, but Leaning he's not going <laughs> to, yeah, he's not going to have the confidence. You know, he might not have the confidence to go up to the next girl and yeah. be like, and I know you said he was creepy and I know, yes, it's a completely different situation. You felt weird around him, which is even more of a reason to just be honest. Yeah. Yeah. You know? For all um, kinds of different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you feel uncomfortable in any situation. Yeah. I mean, well, in hearing that whole thing, I heard myself in her shoes, but then I also, I'm, I'm literally holding Jeannie as we're recording this. And I thought about Carrie and Jeannie being in that situation. And I was like, my gosh, if they felt creeped out by someone, I'd be so mad at them if they didn't just tell them, nope, not interested. Bye. <laughs> I'd be so mad. Mm -hmm. Who knows what you're Obviously, we don't know this guy, but who knows what you could potentially be inviting in by not being honest and upfront about your boundaries and your wishes. Like, 
Right. And yeah, you don't have to be a jerk about it. You can just say, Hey, so great meeting you. I know I said I would play cards maybe later. I'm just wrapped up in this conversation. I'm not interested. Mm -hmm. Um, but great knowing like great, great meeting you. Yeah. Thank you. So there, and I know it's hard to come up with like, you know, when you would have like, um, like if you were like talking to a boy, like for me, if I like was talking to a boy in high school and I was like in person and I would say something, then he'd walk away and I'd be like, dang, I should have said this. Like, yes. Like froze up in the moment, you know? Yes. Um, That's what happens in these moments for sure. Yeah. You kind of like freeze up and you know, hindsight's 2020. Is that what people say? One of those idioms. Love them. Love them. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay. Okay, so before we jump in to a few more voicemails, Meg, you want to tell them about uh, the little Catholic? Yes, because I am currently wearing three of their pieces. <laughs> I'm wearing a baggy shirt today, y'all, and I put on the little Catholic jewelry pieces and instantly it felt like an edgy and intentional outfit when it's really just a baggy mm-hmm. shirt, but I felt like, oh yeah, this is actually a look now that I have cute matching jewelry on. <laughs> So the Little Catholic, they're handmade in the USA, ethically made. We've talked before about how, what is that? Cardinal sin is when you don't pay a fair wage and yeah, all that stuff. So ethically handmade in the US, they're beautiful. They're literally- No China. No, yeah, China is not involved here. Um, So many that are gold filled or gold carat or sterling silver. Um, So it's not just gonna scratch and wear off and fade away really quickly. Um, I've been wearing so many of my pieces for like, I literally won't take a necklace off for a year and I'll just wear it in the shower, like whatever. <laughs> um, I know it's probably not recommended, but Hey, it works and it lasts and they're beautiful. So heck 20, heck two zero for 20% off, which is the biggest discount any of our sponsors have ever given our listeners. So take advantage of it. Heck 20 for anything on the little Catholics website and we'll link everything in our show notes. Yeah. I saw this question the other day. I was like, would you rather only wear necklaces for the rest hey, of your life? Pause. Oh, Hey Jeannie. Okay. It was like, would you rather only wear necklaces for the rest of your life? Or would you only wear, like, if you had to choose would it be necklaces or earrings. And Ooh, I was earrings. like, for oh. me, I'm like necklaces. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, probably necklaces because I can sleep oh. in a necklace without it bothering me. Earrings I got to take out, but earrings, yeah, I feel Jeannie, come on, man. It's got to be the necklace because with earrings, I feel bare without them when I leave the house. So that's why I said earrings, but huh. with a 20% discount, you can have it all. So <laughs> you, can have it you don't have to choose. So <laughs> a little Catholic, check it out. Show notes, all the deets there. All right. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, this next one, I just thought we talked about this topic before, but a lot of these voicemails were from like five weeks ago or four weeks ago. Cause we haven't done voicemails in a little bit. And I yeah. just think this is a good topic to bring back up. Let's hear it. Hi, I am going to keep this anonymous, but I kind of just wanted to call and say, I think y'all are doing a great job, especially regarding about um, being feminine and how to attract your man and set him up to be a hero. Um, I have been married for almost 10 years now and have four kids, and, you know, a lot of these things weren't taught to me and to a lot of my friends, and, you know, I feel like we're having to relearn and fix uh, 
things um, along the way. And um, Cecilia, I know you really like reading books. I highly suggest The Empowered Wife by Laura Doyle. Um, a lot of times what you suggest, it kind of um, reminds me of things that she has said in her book. But I really enjoyed listening to the podcast. Y'all are great. And, uh, yeah, thanks so much for being a positive influence. Y'all have a great day. God bless. Bye. Thank you, Anonymous. First of all, Meg, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I missed the first part. I didn't understand the first part. She and her girlfriends are having to relearn what, or like having to learn. Like they never learned this 10 years ago. And so they are like kind of becoming aware of this now and kind of fixing these habits that they've had within their marriage. Now that people are talking about it more, which is really cool. What? She said like, oh, you must've missed it. She said the topic of like making your man a hero. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, what are we fixing here? (laughs) What are we working on? Got it. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I'm very grateful that that was brought to my attention this early on in marriage. Cause yeah, Yeah. that would be hard to, well, it'd be, it'd be a light bulb moment to realize there's a way for you to fix things and to like Mm -hmm. make your marriage more fruitful and more joyful and peaceful and all those things. But it would also be probably really tough not knowing that you yeah. are in control of that, you know? Yeah. So that you can't be in control of it. I've never heard of this book, but it's the um The Empowered Wife by Lauren Doyle. And then she also it looks like has a sequel. It's The Surrendered Wife by Laura Doyle. And I have not heard of her before, but I'll definitely download the Audible and listen to it. The only, I like yeah, they are an audible. I hate the word empowered though for women. I feel like it's yeah. such, it might just be me. It's such like a feminist, like yeah. empowering. I don't know. Um, but that's only, I'm sure, I'm sure it's a great book. Biases but. towards the word empowered. Totally. Totally. It's just like the rhetoric. <laughs> I do too. When she said it's called the empowered woman, I was like, wait, what are we trying to fix? Cause I don't know if I want to read that, but I had the same thought. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's good though. Maybe that's why she made the sequel, The Surrendered Wife, or which one, I don't know which one came first, but it looks like it says, um, for the empowered wife, can a wife single-handedly bring a boring or broken marriage back to life? This improved and expanded edition of Laura, Laura Doyle's acclaimed first kill all marriage counselors. Uh, okay. I don't know what's going on there, but it says to kill all marriage counselors. Um, looks like... <laughs> I was just reading about it. It was like book preview and it was like at Google and this was the book preview and then it just went south. Kill all marriage counselors. Okay, so maybe we should read it and get back to everyone. (laughs) But I think it's just because the sentence got cut off, you know? Um, Or she really doesn't like marriage counselors. Yeah. Oh, she also has a book, The Surrendered Single. Okay. I'm going to listen. We'll get back to you. Cause you know, I love books about this stuff. Yeah. If anyone is looking for a book to start learning about this stuff, the first one I would recommend is queen's code by Alison Armstrong, the queen's code by Alison Armstrong. You oh, can, I believe get it on YouTube. Uh, don't quote me. I think I listened to the audible, the audio version on YouTube, but that's the first book I would start with. It is awesome. It's in like a kind of story setting. Um, she describes this as like talking about a marriage or talking about her marriage and like 
it was just, it's, it's really great. It's kind of lighthearted. Um, I listened to it with Patrick and we had a lot of fun listening to it. And then the next thing I would recommend is Dr. Laura's online course, which Meg, you've done. Yep. Um, how, what is I would it? I also what is recommend it that how the care and keeping of your husband, how to, how to feed your husband. Yeah. The feeding and caring of your husband or something like that. Yeah. Um, but Dr. Like Laura's $30. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And it doesn't necessarily give practicals, but it, it's a really eye-opening of like, shoot, if I don't fix this, I'm going to end up like that. Mm-hmm. At that. And it was also eye-opening, especially for Avery and I to listen to together because it was more geared to the women, the wife, mm-hmm. but Avery and I decided to sit down and listen to it together. And it was really good for me to feel called out by a third party in yeah. front of Avery and for him to feel heard by a third party in front of Mm -hmm. me. And then for him to also understand why I may be doing some of the things I do. And like later on after taking the course, this is such a side note, but he was like, babe, I applied something Dr. Laura was talking about yesterday. And I was like, what's that? And he was like going to bat as uh, like defending why you maybe did something that you did that would have normally irritated me. You left the lint in the dryer And it made me think instead of like being frustrated at you for not cleaning the lint out of the dryer for the 10th time in a row, I thought, wow, she probably did a lot of laundry lately for us. And I was like, Mm. hmm. And that mindset shift will save your guys' marriage. (laughs) Wow. No, that's awesome that Avery said that. Yeah. He wouldn't have otherwise had that realization had Dr. Laura not made sense of why women (laughs) do what they do, but also simultaneously called us out on it and said it's not acceptable so right because even if grace right and even if he would have said like meg like you forgot to take it out again then you feel like oh I, all the laundry wasn't recognized you know yep yep exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. wow i love that well here we are <laughs> at the end of another episode I'm sweating. Yeah, Megan's <laughs> still holding a child. Um, and bouncing she's a been, child this whole freaking time. Yeah, bouncing a child, which Jeannie's been so good. For and, the most part. <laughs> and also she's like in a sunroom. Like she's in this like yes. part of her house that's like an attic and straight up <laughs> like <Essentially>. sauna. <laughs> I need to get a fan in here, but I wouldn't be able to have the fan go in during the podcast because that would not help with acoustics. So yeah, all about the acoustics, guys, just for you. We try. <laughs> just for you well please leave a rate and review you know you know one of them what are those a rate and review you can rate on both spotify and apple and review on apple we would so appreciate it helps us with our sponsors and helps just grow the podcast grow the podcast listener base so more people can hear all this good stuff um yeah. But so grateful and uh, we'll see you. See you in a week. See you in a week, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.